Hello, and welcome to Dice Breakers, a D&D podcast and stream with mostly accurate rules and inconsistent character voices. I'm Alex, your host and DM, and with me are Greg Purdy, Mark, a late Simon and Joe, my wonderful players. How is everybody doing today? <coughs> I just got scared by my own music starting to play. <laughs> I am absolutely fine. Hello, Simon. Hello. Everybody's what doing a time wonderfully. For, what a time to I made sure that this week, but last week I'm very aware that I said uh, a D&D podcast, but I said it in that way where it sounds like I said a needy podcast. Um, so I just made sure to just enunciate today. Uh, we're, not a needy podcast. We're, not, we're not a needy podcast, but if you did want to come over to Twitch and, uh, and follow us and subscribe hey, and uh, give us lots of money, subscribe. we wouldn't say it's, that. It's oh, not, shit, no, you can't because we, uh, we don't make any money. Anyway. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a podcast. It's a podcast. Um, it's a podcast. I podcast. think it's the podcast present and future. Uh, <laughs> I think we were just cancelled for that joke. Um, I don't think if we were going to be cancelled for you jokes. You know what? I've decided I'm too ill to deal with this today. I'm going back to bed. <laughs> Last week, <laughs> the strangelings took on the immense force of Draclin and his lieutenants, whilst the dragons and armies battled outside the castle. The fight was hard and deadly, but they came out on top, removing the scourge from the land. But that wasn't the end of the strife, for Hissag showed themselves to the group and told them that they only have a few hours of energy left before they would disappear for another few thousand years. They said that if they want to bring them back, they would need to get the stones together quickly, and then they can help bring back Zegath and destroy Bexlan once and for all. It's a short last week, but let's be honest, last week you were doing a big fight, so there's not much to, uh, to bring up from that. We start... We start in a very quiet room. Just to remind you, you're standing in this throne room style uh, uh, room with the big goldeny bronze throne empty, uh, sitting at one end, behind which is this 100 foot tall, 50 foot wide mirror with a shady, literally, creature inside, vaguely in the shape of what has been described as Bexland, or I believe you may have seen them in a vision at some point. There are two dead bodies on the ground and a char mark where one of the the enemies that you previously defeated exploded. Uh, and you have just finished speaking with Hesag, who said they only have a few hours left before they have no more power anymore. Does, does Phoenix want to become a huge, enormous, <clears throat> whatever the heck, hell the main guy was? Because this is maybe, maybe Felix will become a mirror. Yes. <laughs> maybe Felix will stay as he is. Oh, possible. It seems a bit dull. <laughs> So, yeah, you are standing here. Like I said, it, it, it is very quiet and quite cold. Um, I'll be totally you, honest. Uh, I completely uh, zoned out on the past five minutes. We need to... So. We, uh, uh, Tav would have a look out the door and see what's going on with the battle outside. Well, the door of the current room leads into the main hallway, so obviously you can't see uh, further. If you were to step through, um, <clears throat> obviously you would be able to see the... Uh, grass in front where the dragons were that you ran from in order to do the fight. Yeah, that's where I want to go. I want to basically want to see if the fight's still happening. If is okay. Fairquin in the midst of battle? A rule of you can to proceed out of this room. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I can't as... think of any reason why we wouldn't. I'm just giving the... As the far off. as we know. He's about to as give us a reason. As far as you know. <laughs> as you start to step out of the room. Uh, I'd like everyone to mute themselves except for Purdy, please. Oh, sorry, deafen themselves except for Purdy. <sighs> Get tired of shit, Alex! I myself as you said that. 
Everybody's deafened. As you start to step out, you are walking forward, and then suddenly you get one of those chills down your spine. Uh, as, as I'm sure you've experienced in real life, you're not sure why. It just suddenly gets a little bit cold. And as you turn back to your friends, you realize that they've all stopped. Just stopped moving. They haven't, like, died or fallen over. They've just stopped moving, paused uh, in time. And in front of you, this sort of shade starts appearing from the ground, lifting from the ground into a vague form, slightly more defined from, than that from the mirror, but still minorly featureless. It's shadowy, it's got these four arms, goat-like legs, and is evidently the eight-foot-tall figure of Bexlan. And you hear a voice in your head, and it says, his egg is lying, you know. They can't bring him back. They've never been powerful enough. Me, however, I can do it. Look at me. Even after a war of the gods, I survived. Look at the power I gave to Dracon. And what have they given you? Words and illusions. I will give you what you want. If use the stones to bring you back. Hisag only lies. And then just disappears back down into the ground and time restarts again as it was before. And everyone under. Uh, for oh, wait until he's in, for everyone else's information, <clears throat> there is nothing at all that happens that your guys would be your characters would be aware of. Yeah, of course there isn't. I'm just no, just so you're not like we get curious. to sit in the dark here <laughs> and be sad about it. So you, you just hear Elsie go, "Yeah, not gonna happen," and carry on walking out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that wouldn't really be anything to remark upon. As we finished last session, uh, Bar 2 was going to try for a uh, Divine Intervention, if that's okie dokie. You were? Yes! Yes, you were! I remember. Proceed. Big brain time. Uh, so he's going to have a little nil down and uh, begin to do a little pray. Uh... <laughs> While walking out, just wait! Uh, nope! 32. Damn it. Shame. You step out mind, everyone. <laughs> of this room and proceed down to the to the main front door of this castle. And as you crack open the door, the sounds of the outside are suddenly uh, exposed to you once again. You hear a distant <coughs> and very loud battle still proceeding. In front of you, however, uh, if I scroll down as look. There you go. In front of you, however, um, is a very gruesome, very visceral scene. There is no longer a fight between the dragons. There is a landscape of eviscerated dragon bodies. dragon. <laughs> you see directly in front of you as you open, almost giving you a bit of a jump scare, the head of Starkrim, this gigantic ancient red dragon's head directly in front of the doorway, but you very quickly realize that these eyes are rolled backwards. There is 
blood dripping out of the mouth. There's almost chunks taken out of it. And as you look past, you realize <clears throat> there is no body attached to this head. Oh dear. You step out a little further and see the rest of Starkrim in two or three pieces. You know, bodily parts everywhere, guts ripped open. The body itself seems to have this cut, this tear all the way down the stomach and these guts just spilling out onto the grass. You see a green dragon over to the side, uh, not torn into pieces, but definitely crushed. You can see the neck has these marks where it's been, you know, the, um, the spine has been snapped, the tail is all crumpled up in weird things. The whole body is just feels as though it was compacted by uh, by just extreme strength. And you can see the blue dragon. But you see the blue dragon when you look backwards and upwards, impaled onto one of these gigantic tall towers, just all the way through its body, leaving this trail of horrifically bluish-green blood dead. There is one other dragon body that you see, glistening silver in silver. the sun's light. On the far side, with cuts all the way down the side, uh, evidently, after a large struggle, Hyla uh, has not survived the fight. You don't see the other dragons, but you do see a lot of blood in lots of different places of the colors, uh, or similar colors to that, uh, the dragons that you would expect. You've seen Rayoran damage before, similar blood colors are, are there, and what you would expect to be from a bronze Merle is, is also around, but... Uh, you we don't see Tyler. Silver. the silver dragon. Yeah, but where did we find them? On the fish uh, fish uh, one. Fish official fishing. fisher person one. Yes, that was the the <coughs> fisher person. In it was a super super fast one. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. The blue was Ixel. <coughs> Still yeah. have no idea. Red was Tarkrum. The green was Verum. The two that we think are alive is. Rayorin. The one that the lives ones, at Veiluna and the one that was drunk. The one that yes. you cannot see here are Rayorin, who is Veiluna's protector, as it would be now. Merle, who, yes, you found. Uh, and Dino Farrow, who was drunk. Yeah. Uh, not Dino Farrow. Uh, in Hin Marina, that was drunk. And Stahl, uh, who you don't see any blood off, but you would assume if died, would have gone back to the. Uh, yeah. Gone back to the. Uh, <coughs> whatever. Yeah. As you stand among these bodies, you can look. You, you are on a raised, more raised platform. You can see out to the rest of the island. And at this point, there is smoke and fire coming from all parts of a completely destroyed city. Parts of the factory that you came out of before have even like collapsed in. The stacks have fallen over. This battle is still going strong. Can I see uh, Fekrin? You are too far away to get any kind of uh, individual detail. You can see there are lots of... Uh, Asimar flying and landed, uh, <laughs> taking the fight, but you don't know which one is which. Marty, are you able to message with Stahl? I think so. Uh, <laughs> I have it prepared always, it's just about the spell slots. Because uh, we used a lot. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I can. Sending to Stahl. What would you like me to tell him? Uh, also, if to... uh, just a quick question as well about uh, hi, hi, it was Hyla, wasn't it? No. Uh, the silver, silver dragon. dragon. Yeah. It was Hyla, yes. Uh, are they in horrendous condition, like all ripped up, or are they just a bit stabbed? 
it's not just a bit stabbed. There's like big claw marks, damage all over the body. Um, parts of the body. It is not body in separated pieces like with um, uh, Starcrum, but some of the body parts are barely hanging on as that as it is. Um, it's it's a lot of damage. That not necessarily irreparable, damage. but that, it is. Yeah, that is okay. All right, I will yell out to. Uh... <laughs> I'll yell out to Tav uh, if any of the Platinum Guard can preserve Hyla's body, if any of them can uh, then, like, tomorrow maybe, or, or, you know, in the next few days maybe we can we can get them better uh, Preserve a body <clears throat> Yes, if, if they can uh, How do you, how do you pres- preserve a body? I meant just, like, guard it so, like, no, like, oh, or anything start eating it or uh <clears throat> Uh, when the battle is finished, I will uh, pass on the message. Cool. Um, uh, Ray, what do you want me to tell uh, Star? We need to go get other stones and then get back here. Actually, we don't need to do it here, do we? We just need to get back. No. So, wh- where is it specifically do we need to go? We need to go to the. Eluna. Yeah. <clears throat> so I can tell him where where to take us specifically. And then the that gu- way, maybe. They're at the guild just... hall, aren't they? I thought they were in the the dungeon with the anti-magic on them. Uh, Taffy's going to say, uh, while this conversation is going on, he's going to say, I'll be back shortly, and he's going to fly off towards uh, where the biggest concentration of the uh, Platinum Guard, or whatever they are, the Celestian Army are. Looking for Fekun, basically. I think they're under the tower, aren't they? In the the underground. Did we not move them? No, I, area, I, I don't remember you. I think you talked about moving them, but at the end of it, you never actually did. Fair enough. And to the tower. Do I? Does that tower have a name, Alex? That, that the clock I would tower. know. Or... There is the, the clock. clock it's the clock tower. Cool. In that case, I will do a sending to Stahl. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and I'll say, "Hi, Stahl. Thanks for all help so far. Please, can you take us to bottom of?" Clock tower in the Luna as fast as possible. Thanks. <laughs> you do not get an immediate response, but whilst you're not getting an immediate response, uh, what were you looking for in particular? A flying, uh, a flying is my friend. Well, I'm uh, assuming it I, I, again. I can sense at least the direction that Fair Queen's in. It's harder <laughs> to do because there's now all of the ASMR. It's not so much you have like an, a singular imprint on any particular ASMR, it's more there was an ASMR that you could follow towards that you were aware that was your father. This is just en masse. Well, know. actually, I, mean, I would imagine he'll be in the thick of it, uh, leading the battle, so I'll just look for where the, most of the ASMR are. <clears throat> How far away are you trying to stay from the actual fight? Oh, not. <clears throat> so you fly over towards it, and there is a certain point where you are immediately you know, dodging arrows and spells. An arrow, like the first signal of this, an arrow going almost straight past your face as you dodge sideways. You were in the midst of the battle. Um, first thing I want you to do, if you're really close in, make a perception check, but with disadvantage because you are trying to dodge a lot of uh, oncoming fire. Yeah, it could be that one that says perception on it. There it is. <clears throat> with disadvantage, that's the first one. And that's the second one. 26. 26. You definitely see 
your father. He is fighting strong at the front, take, annihilating, taking down absolutely uh, <clears throat> hordes of, of this enemy that seems to keep on coming and coming, backed by uh, a few others, you know, his uh, replacement or temporary replacement standing behind him and, and many others of what seem to be the top elite fighters you recognize as, you know, when you were being trained, the ones that were at the top, uh, just shredding through as much as they can. So basically, I'm going to get close enough so I can call out and say, uh, Father, <clears throat> I need to return to Veiluna to finish what we have started. You fly over, <clears throat> and I mean, the battle is insanely loud. The only way you're going to be able to talk to him is by landing. Oh, yeah, you land, listen. boom, right next to him in the midst of it, and he recognizes your thing. He's like, what, what are you doing here? <laughs> did, did, oh, did we win? Still fighting, and at this point, yeah. I assume you pull out your sword and just continue. Absolutely, the fight as yes. Well. Uh, the end, and I'll also have my two echoes mm -hmm. assisting assist me. Uh, the enemy is defeated. The dragons are defeated. We need to return to Veluna to uh, complete our task of saving everything that we know. I wish to see you before I left, in case uh, things went badly in the battle. He looks back, slices the head off a knoll, <laughs> turns back, puts his sword on his back, and as you know, as much as he's not a hugger, does the uh, uh, the 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 is it aliens the alien, you know, the grab or like <laughs> yeah, the, predator? I can't do it by myself. The predator grab of hands pulls you in yeah. close. Is like, if I do not make out of this, it out of this, please know I am proud of you. And I have you. I hope to see you back in Veruna. Yes. Now go. And he turns around, pulls out this sword, another one, another slice straight down another beast of some kind. Uh, so Tav would go down the top of a gnoll's head and then take yep. off. You <coughs> use the impact to take off. Uh, as you fly back away, uh, can you make me three dexterity saving throws? <coughs> oh, dexterity is my favourite. I'm rubbish oh, dexterity. Yes, One. Thirteen. Two. That's three. And three. That's eleven. So what did you say? Thirteen, three, and eleven. Yes, really good. As you're escaping, a couple of uh, arrows and stuff, one sticks into your arm, one sticks Ow. into, you know, skims past your calf, like a bit of magic hits you. As you're high up in the air, getting back over towards where your friends are, just one absolutely perfectly placed uh, snipe of magic just hits you directly in the wing. I mean, firstly, you're going to take... Uh, not too much... 23 damage, which isn't too bad all in all, but it impacts your wing and breaks it. Almost oh. snaps it backwards, and you in the sky see this ASMR figure flying gracefully and suddenly just says, <laughs> as he just impacts the ground right next to you, uh, which is going to be another... Actually, I'm going to do here because I can do the thingy. Uh... Oh no, down to 90% of his health. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm down to a quarter of my health at the moment. Uh, so that's so, going to... That's a mere 375 <laughs> HP left. <laughs> that's going to take... <laughs> uh, 75 damage. <laughs> wow. Damage. Oh, have a guess at why I'm laughing. Because I've got one point left. Um, he, j he just impacts the ground. There's like blood scraped across everywhere. This wing just like in, a, in an odd direction. 
Uh, is anybody Jeez. sneak celestial? No. <laughs> in that case, Barty's the only one who will uh, who will be uh, wincing at the language that uh, <laughs> that Tab is using when he hits the ground. Yes, yeah, language you've never heard. Uh, <laughs> really <laughs> simple. I, I don't have a good single target healing left. <laughs> I, I've, I do I've, have I've, a whole load of healing potions. I'm exactly. I have I have a, a healing potion. I'm going to take. Well, uh, which is, you have uh, a healing potion that I am going to give to you because presumably you are not in a fit state to move your arms. Yes. I would imagine. That one <laughs> no, actually. I've still got one here. I've still got con- you, I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you, you activate your it. echoes to give yourself a healing potion. <laughs> <laughs> you have the same health as your echoes. <laughs> the oh, yes, You're truly <laughs> indistinguishable. <laughs> you, see, you see Tau try to, like, control all of these potions and then just one of his echoes just coming out and feeding it to you. You can you can gimmick a little bit. Your wing okay. is still broken. It, it, it is going to count as like a broken appendage four. which is going to take can a I, can, restoration can I, heal. Is it a greater restoration or a lesser restoration? For broken, broken bones, I believe it's just restoration. For missing limbs, it's greater. I've got I've got lesser, but I don't think that'll do that kind you, of thing. You no, used but... lesser restoration. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. Yep. Spells. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, where is it? Uh, greater restoration does oh, not. It's debilitating, uh, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's things like blindness and poisoning. I used to. Yeah. Somebody was poisoned, weren't they? Gre- greater yeah. restoration doesn't I was uh, restore. restore like, just in the text of it, it doesn't restore limbs and stuff. That's regenerate. Mm. Oh, it's regenerate, I was thinking. I mean, so you've, got a, you've got a fucking weight, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I, no, I'll, I'll, I'll get better <laughs> overnight. Well, no, the, the wing won't, but the points will. The rest of you will. I'm getting back nine points of damage. So I'm on ten now. That's lovely. Um, <clears throat> Let's hope we don't have yeah. to battle a guard. I might struggle, if I'm honest. Yes. I've used up every, everything Everyone I can wave do. Wave at Cam. No, don't wave at Cam. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Cam. <laughs> He's just like, no. Anyway, um, yeah. You, you are alive. You are slightly healed, but... Uh, Ow! I come again. Days. Well, fine. <laughs> There's still been no response from Schnell at this point. Does someone that style likes better than me want to want to give it a go? Do we, does anyone else have the ability oh, to mess with oh. Oh, oh my like god! Eeyore enters the fray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something that you... the podcast listeners have no idea why I said that, and you'll never know. You don't no. happen to have podcast, a... Podcast listeners yeah. know what you're talking about because that's what happens, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Obviously. I don't have anything I can do now apart from cast daylight. <laughs> are there any are there any black wyverns uh, about in the sky at all? No. Interesting. Right. Fuck. Uh, well, we do have a limited amount of time to get back to Valiana and the magic stones that we should have brought with us when we came to this fight. This is true, but... Um, if we had brought the... them all to this oh. fight, then we would have been presenting them all to Draclan yes. if we had lost. But we won. If, if we can if we can find those pods in that factory, and if we can get a short rest out... Uh, sorry, a long rest out of them, or at least... That's the only uh, way. Me, I can get us back to the guild hall. I wouldn't mind having a long rest. <laughs> but I will need, I will need that. Yep. Well, I, in the absence of anything else, let's head over towards the factory. Look. <clears throat> the factory is in invisible at the moment. 
Is that what? War. <laughs> not saying you couldn't get to it, but it would be get going through through fight. As as was to exit, it would be the same to enter. Uh, Tab is fine. <laughs> uh, I will. What will I do? Uh, Wait, sorry, I signed out for a second. What what was happening? We're talking about getting, whether we can get to the factory to get to those uh, regeneration booths. I mean, I probably could. We need to get Barky there. We need to get me there so I can teleport <coughs> back. Uh, or have uh, an alternative way of, of getting there. Can I... You know this, this battle, is it in the air and on the ground, or just on the ground? In the air and on the ground. As I said before, there's, you know, creatures, uh, like weird hybrid dragon kobolds flying through the air, as well as uh, on your side, the ASMR, and those uh, mech wing-suited uh, uh, grung. Hey, Alex, about how, how much... How away... Yeah, we were about to ask the same question. How how much war is surrounding the factory? <laughs> and how far away is the factory? The factory is like a thousand, <laughs> thousand five hundred feet. It's quite far down like the hill from you. Um, in terms of the amount of war, it's spread since you were there. There's got to be a few hundred creatures tightly compact and fighting uh, sort of closer to the factory. Also part of the factory is <laughs> in, so it's sort of surrounding a little bit and over the top. It's Sort if you were put a number to it, how many feet? How many feet of people, of how, creatures? Yes. Um, no, how many uh, feet in total? Well, I mean, like I said, if there's person. about a hundred or a few hundred creatures, probably like 500 foot worth of creatures, but that's not all enemy. How steep is this hill? Not very. Okay, it's I'm going to try this anyway. Can I... Fly, go invisible, fly over everybody, and sneak my way into the factory to heal myself. Why don't we just go into the thing for you to do that, and then you can take us in there. That's oh, true. Oh no, you need to come in with I, us, don't I, you? I, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I well, okay. bring you guys. I have, an idea, I have another idea. So, uh, it might be a bad idea. Actually. If, we, so, if we do what I just said, I can heal up, and then I can dimension door Barty in. And back. That would work. Yeah, that would okay. Work well. mm -hmm. So, you take off into the air, or you, you will see Ray just disappear. And you hear just this vague as a little bit of dust comes off from the ground as, as uh, they take off and through the air. Um, I mean, I would make you roll a, a sort of a, a stealth, but at this point, everyone is so distracted, there is so little chance. It would be like advantage at a DC 3 or something. Like, they're not <laughs> going to notice you coming through here. I mean, you could roll to see if you get a 1. <laughs> nah, I'm a superhero. I was, I was really hoping it was a steep hill so I could super, mon super monkey ball my way down. Uh, in <laughs> oh, yeah! yeah. That would be kind of funny. <laughs> that would be a nice little um, coming full circle moment. Yeah. Uh because it's a sphere um yeah you just hey. uh, there's like part of the building just so it's obviously a big rectangle and you the room that you were in before was not the size of the entire factory it just was where one, one of these big doors was the corner uh one of the corners is completely uh like smashed in um fallen down evidently something large hit it uh you can see vague bits of like metal uh underneath a load of rubble we're not sure what it is but something is no longer living or moving and is under part of this building and you can just whoosh, straight into this 
This room that you have entered is not the same one that you were in before, but it is obviously a very similar one. There is a lot of um, uh, a lot of machinery and all that kind of stuff all around, and a few of these pods are aligned on both walls. The wall that you came through, obviously a lot of them destroyed, but there's plenty of them still standing. You're not sure if they work, but they are still standing and uh, usable. Can I make some kind of check to make sure they're on one the right setting and both work and work? Um, <laughs> make an arcana. Uh, yeah, just I've seen it work before. Yeah, just no advantage because okay. though you've seen it work, you weren't the one using it. Um, but seventeen. Seventeen. So the ones that you're looking at, whichever ones it is. Um, you're pretty sure, you know, as before, there's a lever that has, well, there's two levers, and you're pretty sure on the one that would be the correct one, the healing rather than the eviscerating one, um, which, of course, you could just try with no one in it first anyway, to sort of confirm that sort of stuff. Uh, in terms of working, again, you can pull the lever to see. I'm not going to just assume that you have, um, but you're, there's nothing in them. There's no one in them, so it wouldn't be detrimental to pull the levers. I'll just hop in one and use Mage Hand to you hop inside one of them uh, and you pull the lever and uh, Wrong lever. it yeah. makes like a weird <laughs> clunking noise makes like a as if it's trying to start up and then a bit of a uh, and you gain the benefits of short rest in an instant but it does not give you the long rest for me that's enough I know you're all like it's fine <laughs> that's all you need anyway <laughs> um but after you've done that, you, you hear again more strange clunking and cranking, and you're not really sure what's going on. You need a. Uh, okay. a, a Alex says, account. We cannot go home. Um, <laughs> can I look for the actual room we were in rather than just one that looks like it? <laughs> I have keen mind, um, so I remember the exact path to it. You'd be, you would have to go through, round, and open the door uh, again to get to that. You'd have to go out and round. Um, as you exit the pod, however, and you're thinking ever so hard, <clears throat> oh dear. you hear a noise. Oh dear. Hear a sort of a vague, like, kind of a noise. Uh, and then you hear a <laughs> kind of a noise. As you turn around, and there's just this wyvern twitching oh! slightly, looking at that. <laughs> oh! Ray's just glaring at it. <laughs> it just comes out and nuzzles, it nuzzles into you with the force that basically knocks you on your ass. It is the rule of adorable animals that the more you hate them, the more they love you. <laughs> you just look at Concord. Pick it up under my arm and dimension door. Oh, it's not a pick up under the arm kind of a thing. This thing is like five foot, six foot long. It's a, it's a big Has it always foot. been that big? Yeah, it's always oh, been yeah. that big, yeah. I thought it was like the size of a pug. Yeah, it was like a cat size. It may look no, like no, a pug, no, but no, it's no, not no, the no. size of a pug. Yeah, it's not. Okay. Oh. Well, then I dimension door and push it through the little porthole it pops up. <laughs> Slap kind of like butt. Come ram on. shoulder barge it. Yeah, you just push it through, and at the other, I'm assuming you're putting this back up to your friends. Yeah, back up to. I uh, just you guys see a dimension door open, and then this just this dragon head just peers ah. through, <laughs> <laughs> just trots through. We were never given a name for this thing, were we? Stahl never told no. us its name. I, 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 I don't. I don't think Stahl calls it. 
Positives for it. Thanks, Frank. I, I think I think we should call it Wiggles. Wiggles. Yes, we'll call it Wiggles, and Elf just Frank Wiggles on the head. I was going to say a little better, better by that. Scratch your hiding ear with the with the hilt of your sword. So the line is didn't. I can't partly. I don't feel a hundred percent, but a little bit okay. better. Uh, um, Wiggles, can you take us back to Veiluna? <laughs> There's just this. <laughs> this it just looks up at you. And you see these eyes just slowly separating your sight. <laughs> you can see there is like a million cogs just breaking against each other, trying to process what you're saying. Just like, <laughs> I want to grab its yeah. head and just say, "We want to go home." Get stuff. Get stuff. Steam starts emitting from its ears as it's trying to process this information. <laughs> Pretty slowly, just slowly Little turns around. Noises. This this uh, tear just opens up and it sort of walks through, but the tear doesn't close behind it. Is this going to put us out onto the empty plane? Well, let's I was going to say, yeah, we're going home. <laughs> <laughs> we're going and the strange things we've never okay. seen again. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> you step <Yeah>. through <laughs> into the cold and white abyss that is the empty plane, looking backwards to see the vague outline uh, remnants of the castle. Uh, interestingly, however, you see uh, this sort of outline of the castle is almost ruined and broken. Um, those of you more arcana-focused uh, who know magic would probably assume that this is showing the true form of the castle rather than like a false visage over over the top, which is making it look like it's standing proud and uh, and strong. Uh, and you you are now in the empty plane. You look forward to see Wiggles, Frank, whatever you're calling the creature, just standing there, which then like <laughs> slowly turns around, like it's maybe understanding, makes <laughs> another. <laughs> portal and then just like hops through <laughs> I've had an idea I've had an idea time here passes super quickly right compared to uh, gel so the only knowledge you really have is that with Zegith he perceived somewhere between the region of two and three years whereas you perceived I believe it was like two hours three days yeah it was like two or three days two so couldn't days. couldn't we take a long rest here and like Two minutes would pass. Oh, yeah. It's I'm actually not a bad shout. It's does, a shot, but, it's, but does it does it work because the portals have been made on both <laughs> sides? We don't know enough. Oh, Star isn't here yeah, to tell us. It's a bit risky. I, I, I don't I want the tenth fate. Yeah, I, I think we should. Uh, if, world, if, we look, yeah. if we look through the portal, is everyone else on the outside like almost motionless, doing like really slow movement? <sighs> it's really hard to tell because you can't really look through the portal in the same way. It's like a it's like a um, misty black sort of tear in the in the land. The only thing you can see of the other side, sort of showing what was there, is the outline that shows around it, uh, which wall. doesn't really have any figures or anything. It's kind of, yeah, it's a fog. It's a fog wall. <laughs> Okay, um, too risky. Let's go. <laughs> okay, you step through the second, and you all uh, cluster out uh, into the guild hall. The um, <gasps> he's done. Uh, what's it called? The 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 courtyard. <laughs> Uh, the portal is actually a couple feet off the ground, so you step out and immediially fall onto the ground. It's like, it's <laughs> he's almost done it. <laughs> you know, standing there is this this, this creature. This slightly broken uh, wyvern just sort of staring up. You can tell it's like, I did good. <laughs> I'll Avoid give it a Wiggles. Pet. And yeah. Good job, Wiggles. 
You give yeah. him a little tap, he's like, oh, well. and then just like snuggles into Elsie. It just like absolutely oh. slams you onto the ground and just like rests its head on you, just pinning you to the ground. Like, oh, <laughs> I want to keep him forever. Hmm. You'll have to ask Stahl about that. Um, right, are we we're, are we heading straight, uh, straight to Clock Tower? Probably should. Cool. I'll I'm just going to fly up to the tree and in, into the sky, make sure that there's no like. More dragons flying around. Or, you know, <laughs> uh, the white dragon hasn't come back as like insane gods. The <laughs> yeah, the sky is actually more clear than usual. You're used to looking up and seeing some ASMR flying around, where currently there are none. Okay, so none. I'm flying <laughs> up the tree just to, so Flora knows we've survived. Uh, you see Flora who looks and is just like, we win. For now, oh, we need to go save Zagath and, uh, well... We win, but we've got to go! Yeah. We don't you, win? You didn't buy, like, a bunch of horses in case we came back and needed to go somewhere in a hurry, did you? No. Okay, then never mind. I don't Wait, think we're, we're, we're in mortal danger anymore, is what I <laughs> want to let you know. Wait, sorry, why, why do you need to... what? If I, to uh, save Zagath uh, now uh, to... If I, uh -huh. uh, if I summon my two... Uh, we haven't got time for this conversation, we'll talk later! If I summon my two Echoes, do they have broken wings or ordinary wings? Uh, broken wings. Okay. <clears throat> um, she, Flora says, well, you don't, maybe don't have time, but I do have a spell that lets you go through trees. Oh yeah, that could be helpful. <laughs> have you, have you... That's very really helpful, let's go. Have you wandered around the city? I mean, I yeah, I've been to Great. the tower. We need to go to the clock tower. Uh, okay, just sort of climbs down the ladder, just like right. Um, gonna be three hundred percent honest. Never used the spell before, so you have to be with me. It's fine. We're used to it of unit. Hurry up. Not nervous at all. Oop. There isn't an entire world relying on this. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, I got this. I got this. And starts. Casting, I forget the exact what the spell is, but it's, it's passage through trees or something. Just slowly, this tree, tree strider. Slowly, this um, sort of a set of vines start growing up the raised, raised tree, the, the large tree, in the shape of an archway, spreading out slightly uh, as vines do, eventually creating like an archway fully shaped from the bottom to the top, which then starts glowing green as the vines mesh across it and then fade out, push inwards, and just. <laughs> open up this glowing gateway that peers out into uh, just you know, one of the vague trees that stand around the main courtyard. Uh, you should probably stay here. Thanks. Bye. Okay. I give her a kiss on the cheek. Seconds. Just go. This is incredible. You're incredible. Thank you. I know. <laughs> Thank like... you. <laughs> Thank you, Flora. You will sprint through the tree, <laughs> appear on the other side, and just behind you, it <laughs> kills up. You are standing uh, in the main courtyard, uh, which has both the clock tower and uh, a newly being rebuilt Dug Next Dream, as well as a few other buildings around. Felix, there may be a bit of PTSD. This is where you died the first time. <laughs> well, not the first time for you, what? but the first time in. <laughs> it's where you were annihilated. First time you died. Oh, right. What have you many guessed? The, the time I died the first time was mm. on the other side of the world. <laughs> but, like, you know, the first time that anyone here knows about. Or like yeah. was there for? But yeah, it's one of, one of the death places. Two of the one of the death places. Okay. Uh, you head yeah. 
round the side, under the ground, where you've been led to before, and get to this very small and tight room where you have been shown previously there is a hidden passage. You open up the hidden passage and start going down the stairs, and it is a long way down. I don't believe you went down there before, but the stairs just kind of go and go and That's go. That's the only one that went down. And go and go. And eventually you open up to this small chamber, which has the two stones just sitting on a little pedestal. All of you magically inclined feel as you step inside this wave of anti-magic. <clears throat> and everything explodes out of the uh, bag of holding. No, no. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> do we want to do this uh, in here? We should probably do it out of an anti-magic field, just because yeah, it probably won't help. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it would confirm whether or not the stones are affected by the anti-magic, which we were all I curious it's... about. Probably worth checking that later. Yeah, I mean, I, it's not going to matter in like five minutes, hopefully. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> leave it up to Lord to figure out in a hundred years or something. <laughs> yeah, pick the little box there and go back up, I guess. Yeah, you t pick up the little box and head all the way back upwards. As you e exit the uh, uh, the anti magic field, you can feel these stones sort of vibrate a little bit with power, as if they just gained back some power that they were being held back from before. But nothing serious happens in any way as you go up to the top. Do we do this in the gut hole? Do we just yeah? Do we just call? So <clears throat> how how did how did this how did you do it before, Elsie? I kind of just willed her. Are we just doing know. this in the courtyard do of Veluna outside the clock tower? <laughs> Probably best not to. Uh, let's go find somewhere a bit more remote. Maybe the dragon cave. Yeah, that was pretty remote. That's further away than the gold. Yeah, but the guild hall is what, like. What's wrong with here? Don't we want to do this as fast as possible? Yes. Yeah. But also, oh, you know what? Yeah. Okay. As long as uh, it's fine. Either it works or it doesn't. If it doesn't damage work, the city, yeah. Diet, yeah so if there's fine. any release of power, we, we don't want it in the middle of the city. Um. Well, our, our options are limited. Unless is is the airship uh, just? <laughs> does it happen to be in the sky above us? <laughs> <laughs> I think the issue probably is above oh it's probably above the guild hall rather than above um, I don't think tower. that matters if we can message I don't think yeah let's just do it do it by the clock tower it's like yeah full circle moment yeah why not <clears throat> because the clock tower is a circle um, it is actually a full uh -huh. circle moment this is where it all starts it is <clears throat> it is well for some people and it's a cool place for our graves to be when Hesag kills us. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. What's it called? Maximizes the number of civilian casualties when we fight Hesag. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Get all stoned okay. out on the ground, I guess. So, uh, <laughs> Sit yeah, around I'm, a little campfire circle. Put them in a little pretty circle. <laughs> I'm just assuming that you're the one who has to bring them here, LC. I, I, but we, we could try. Do we just chant Hesak? Elsie, would you... Uh, I will be honest, Purdy's not exactly in the headspace to work things out. So, so uh, yeah. Elsie will do what you guys think she does. Uh, Elsie, would you try and concentrate to summon Hesak again? Uh, Elsie doesn't have a plan. No, Elsie has a plan. Purdy can't <laughs> Purdy has a plan. <laughs> I'm In sorry, Purdy can't come from... phone night right now. Please leave a message after this. <laughs> In joke from nearly sixty episodes ago, still, still popping. Oh, I'm so... Yeah, right, more than that. 
And yeah, it's like, like episode three. So Elsie concentrates and a tiger appears. <laughs> exactly. But is it a tiger Elsie or is it a cat? It's meant to be a ginger cat. Elsie close. turns out to be the mediator this entire time. <laughs> Elsie closes her eyes and thinks as you did before, calling <clears throat> to Hesag for one final act <coughs> to appear before you all uh, in a time of need. And there's this very weak and vague glow appears just sort of in the courtyard, almost trying to disappear, like a light flickering out just appears the shape of Hesag, who is definitely smaller and more translucent than the last time you saw, which was only a few minutes ago. And looks around and says, are we ready? Yes. I believe so. I can't hear you. Please don't become an evil tyrant that destroys Just the whole fucking world. do Thank it. You. Have you placed the, the, the stones on the ground? Yeah, they're all in a circle. Yeah, assuming, you touch, assuming you didn't touch them all. No. When you them. had placed them on the ground in this vague circle, I mean, there's five of them, it's more of a pentagram. Um, oh, pentagram. No. <laughs> you see all of them, like, as you were placing <clears> them <throat> down, like, almost tr vibrating. They haven't got five of them. What? Well, that's true. You had four of them. What? What? You reach in, you, you get out the other two stones from the bag. One, two, three. The fire stone and the death stone. And you have the two... The life stone is in the bag unless it's been moved. The two uh, that you just retrieved from downstairs are the only ones that you can find or retrieve from the bag. Oh, wait, because... Wait, did have... Did Tav take the stone and go yeah. to, or is that yeah? Tav has a life stone in a different bag. I thought we put it in the bag of holding. You did. No, we did. He he's moved it without telling us in case yes. one of us did something to it. <laughs> oh you put it in the circle. <laughs> do you take I, it out of the bag? I do take it out of the bag and put it in the circle. <laughs> you place them all probably get murdered by the rest of them. <laughs> and you see them all sort of vibrating with power. There's this vague wispy connection between them. Uh, they look almost like very thin jellyfish tendrils, kind of like waving slowly like they're suspended in water, connecting with them, <coughs> glowing lightly. Uh, and Hesag now appeared, slowly moves into the center of the circle, flickering in and out, and says, oh, here goes, puts her hands down, and you hear this sort of, you get the impression that it's almost like Hesag is singing. There is mouth movement, but the sound that comes out is more like multiple voices and almost like harp or string instruments playing at the same time. This really gentle, uh, almost invasive in your mind and beautiful tune, gentle, slow, almost like, you know, the opening sort of Halo theme, except, you know, not copyright, <laughs> that plays gently and it, it almost has no source you can hear it just everywhere to the point where you can see people peeking out of their windows of the nearby houses and stuff looking down and just seeing what what is going on what is this sound almost vibrating the entire city the stones start to glow losing their sort of shading their coloring everything just these balls of light or should i say flat uh 
palm of your hand sized uh, stones of light as they raise into the air and start rotating around Hesek, slowly at first, building and building, and this glow starts to feed into Hesek, these tendrils moving in, the form of Hesek becoming, again, pure light, a silhouette of pure light, as they spin and they spin, and at a certain point release this flash of light that is almost completely blinding alongside this pulse of pressure that just <laughs> outwards. All of you get pushed backwards onto your, onto your asses. As you see the ground <laughs> crack downwards, you see this crack go up the clock tower into all of the buildings. This structure that's helping support Doug, Neck Dream, Doug Neck's Dream's new foundation just <laughs> cracked a little bit. And then as you recover, just sort of wiping down your eyes, this blind spot's appearing. You come to focus on the same figure, Hesak, except solid, standing tall now, seven or so feet, in all of their glory. Maybe I said her, I meant there. All of their glory. In effectively a crater. This cobbled stone in the center is just inset. These cracks going everywhere. A little <coughs> creak coming from the sound of the tower as it shifts a little bit on its foundation as Hesek stands and looks around, looking at her own hands, looks up to you and says, Wow. I honestly didn't know if that would work. Welcome back. Thank you. Hi. <clears throat> it's been a while since I've stood on this world and seen it. Just looking around at the stone, the city, it does not have the same natural beauty it once did. Oh. No. Maybe, maybe yeah. the massive crater that you... Like, <laughs> Other places do. Look, look down at the craters. There was a lot of power. Yeah. I believe uh, we have something to attend to. Yes. Uh... Are we bringing back Zegith first and then killing Bexlan, or killing Bexlan and then bringing back Zegith? I want Zegith back, but Bexlan needs to go. I agree. She, they wave their hand. I give them these feminine masculine forms, and you, she, and they, but the gods are all deadless. They <clears throat> wave their hand, and just this flash of light goes across all of you, and in an instant, when it goes away, you're standing back in the same room in the castle that you defeated Draclin in. No feeling of movement, just a shift in temperature as you move from one location to another. Hesag, oh. just almost ignoring you, just steps towards this giant mirror. And as they walk over towards this chair, just shifts their hand sideways and the entire chair just <laughs> smashes into the wall, moving away. As they start to float upwards to about the center of the mirror. And you just hear uh, the voice of Hesseg, no longer uh, held back, I believe this will work, just says, finally, I can finish what I started so long ago. And puts one hand towards this mirror. These <coughs> tendrils once again, starting to flow outwards gently towards this mirror. And the instant that they touch, like a slow motion scene, the instant that they touch this mirror, there's just this 
crack across the entire mirror and everything goes well everything was already silent but everything goes even colder and even more silent if that's possible almost deafening all you can hear is your own heartbeats as if the air inside this entire room was just made completely still and then the only thing you hear the final thing you hear before the mirror or the shards of the mirror fall to the ground is the most horrific the loudest scream mixed with a growl with this guttural roar coming from the mirror of Bexlan. this smoke pours outwards engulfs the entire room as you are filled with just this mix of emotions of dread hate a little bit of calm and joy tries to invade as the smoke engulfs you feel it go inside your mouths inside your noses before it <laughs> fades away and all that's left on the ground is shards of a mirror that barely reflects anything and Hesek, who lands slowly and comes back towards you and says I think we're done you think? <clears throat> what happens now? Well, that is a good question. As far as I am aware, Bexlan is defeated. I will be keeping a strong eye on the world to make sure that they don't come back. But what's your plan now? Yeah, what, do you, hmm. what, what happens to you? I believe I owe you one favor. And then from that point, I don't know. So I was right to trust you over him, then. What is trust? Making sure you don't turn against us. <laughs> I have no current plans to go against what you would think is good. Good enough for now. Do, uh, can I, that's another tool worry. <laughs> can, I, can I ask before, before you go? Um... Do you know why I'm like this? This? I mean, like, the whole spooky ghost hanging around several deaths, assessing hmm. stuff situation. They walk over to you, and they, you almost match height, although they are a head taller or so than you, and just put their fingers to the side of your head, and you feel this warmth. You felt warmth before when you turned into, you know, the, the knoll and you weren't massively comfortable with it, but this is more a warmth in your soul, a happiness, a calmness, like a serene nature that comes over your body. And you get this odd mixture of memories flicking past as you see back to your childhood, your debilitating condition, your family, you're getting trapped in the pot, you passing and transferring into the house, the hundreds of years that you stayed as that house, seeing families, seeing life, it all flittering past you before transferring into a robot body, finding a new life, finding new friends, the strangelings, the multiple deaths, all up to this point, which is this strange, again, mix of sadness and yet serene. And Hesek steps backwards and says, I think it's quite simple. You are not dead. You are not alive. You are not meant to be 
And I think you're only being held together by the pure will of wanting to exist. Oh. I think from here, it is your choice if you want to stay around. Your mind is powerful. You have been around for many years. And I'm sure you could do much more good in this world. If you wanted, I could grant you safe passage to whichever plane you believe is your next stage in life. Or we can stay here. Um, I think I'd like to stick around for a little bit. This is your choice. When you know you're ready, you'll know what to do. Thanks. Nesek turns back around to Elsie and says, and I think that leaves us one last thing. Yep. She looks around at the ground and sees the two dead bodies that still exist and just sort of puts out a hand uh, and you see both the body of Draclin and the body of Creek. Creek? Creek. <laughs> Creek. <laughs> I had this problem last time. Creek. Sort of just start dragging across the, kind of in a slightly morbid way, dragging across the floor. But as they drag across the floor, they start to light up with a similar tendril glow as their bodies seem to sort of just disappear into light. This light moves across the ground like like mist to your feet, Elsie, and starts forming itself slowly into a humanoid shape. You see legs, you see a chest, arms, a head, and as this light starts to fade, you see the very, very unscarred, very undamaged, uh, still muscular, like the pre last form that you saw, body of Zegith, who is very naked, <laughs> lying on the floor, probably unconscious, as you see the face uh, appear from this glow, just fades away. And this body just takes, uh, starts taking breaths. Doesn't wake, but lives. The rest of you definitely see Zegath's doll, so you're a <laughs> Precedent shade of blanket. How many arms? Yeah. How many arms? Just, just the, the normal Eight. number. Just two. So, Sorry, so I really, I really, he has, he has two. He both of his arms. He has two normal arms. Yeah, there yes, was two normal arms. About him having like an enormous penis, and that he's got three. Arms. <laughs> I really, I really, I really, really, really thought when you asked that that you were going to say how big is it though. No, I, really, I really thought that was what you said. It was, does he have it, his arm back? It seems as though, yes, arm is back. All of the scars that were previously there, you know, the damaged ear, the marks on the face, uh, they're all... Yeah, he's got two arms and a prosthetic arm. Alfie takes her jacket off and just, like, hides things. And Hesad looks at you and says, I believe that is everything. Thank you. So I believe it is. Hey. Bartlett. So it's coming from Bartu, who is kind of like poking right. up from behind yeah. Bartlett. Thing. Um, just if if you could, because uh, it seems like you might be about to go. 
Uh, it's okay, Ray. You don't need to look at me suspiciously. It's fine. I swear to um, God, if you have to become a real boy, I'm going to lose my shit. I, 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 was, I was going to ask if you could make me as real as him, pointing at Bartlett. Just, I, I think I'd be able to help a lot of people, more, more people like that. Also, I don't know if I age. Uh, I don't I don't know really. Well, we don't really know how it works. Um, so if just if you could, I'd she... appreciate it. <laughs> They step over, and they do the same sort of thing, put a, a hand to the side of your head, and reach into your mind. But this time, I think, looking more for your intention, and this is a question for Joe, is Bartu's intention pure? Good. You can type if you want to say something different than what is the actual truth. But is uh, his intention truthfully pure, as in good for the world, yeah, in so, his own mind? So, for all intents and purposes, for every... Aside from every experience since he became Bartu, he is Bartlett. Yeah, yeah. But it's, uh, it's so question. his his kind of intention is he knows at the moment that he is much more limited in terms of being able to do magic and you know staying alive and not turning back into a pile of snow. Um, but whereas if he was as real, uh, air quotes as Bartlett is, he wouldn't be. So he would be able to do much more healing he'd be able to help kind of fix you know the dead dragon outside and rebuilding Veluna and making sure that stuff like this doesn't happen and opening up a rival restaurant to party <laughs> that would actually be amazing that would be incredible <laughs> i love that idea that would be like that would be like coke and pepsi being owned by the same people <laughs> <laughs> they step back Looking with this kind smile, with this, I, I didn't mention, but there's still the same warmth and serene uh, serenity sort of moving through Bartu's body. And they look and say, would you like to stay looking the same as your original? Would you like to be different? Oh, I hadn't really thought about that. Um, just the same, the same is, is good. <laughs> Does Bartu like, make how, any comment on how, that? How, how different are you? <laughs> Bartlett is like, how, how different are we talking? Just like another race or to be like a giant or... Different fur colour. Anything you want. Oh. Um... Uh, could I, could you make me like Bartlett, but like... Our, our furs be like my fur would be like the invert like if you're looking at a mirror it would be on the other side and that way people can just distinguish between us a little bit more if you wish but but it won't be like i look in a mirror and i'm like whoa i don't recognize my own face uh that that would be nice sure and and then just could could, could i have just like a like a, a birthmark in the shape of a, a penis somewhere. <laughs> a birthmark in the shape of what? Of a what? The, of a two. <laughs> I thought you said a pew. <laughs> <laughs> they put put out their hand and this swirly tendrils start appearing at your feet. Very much like the transition of Cinderella's dress. There's this swirl of uh, tendrils going all the way around, covering around Bartu's body. Bartu, you feel this warmth as you see your body start to glow and in almost an instant, it just fades. <laughs> and you look obviously almost exactly the same except mirrored 
the fur is inverted from uh, where it was before, like in a mirror. And you are, they are. Bartu is is very aware of being as about as real as you can be, as uh, as is Barty. I appreciate that. Do you have like a symbol that I should put on my my thing as well as what I currently have? <laughs> you do not need to pray to me. I am not like your celestials. The arrogance that comes from them is concerning. Well, some of them are quite nice. Hmm. But thanks. And as I looks around, looks at the rest of you with this warm smile. And unless any of you say anything else, just starts to fade away with these tendrils, just <laughs> into back leaving this. Thank you. Leaving this warmth. Can I remove the max HP uh, override that I have on Bartu? Yeah, Bartu is well. You can just recopy Bartu on his Bartu. Well, I guess uh, technically the levels uh, aren't the same. Guys, yeah. how 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 do we get back now? Uh, now uh, we just finish up on the island, and Barty or Bartu can can take us home. Uh, Barty, Bartu, and uh, Tav, you have the highest passive perceptions, don't you? Oh, I have yeah. high passive perception now as well. It's twenty-three. Hello. <laughs> I mean, that's just like medium. I don't. All of I you do. With... It's only eighteen. All, almost all of you, except for. Um... Uh, Elsie, I almost said, but Elsie, who is looking at, you know, uh, Zegeth on the ground. You just hear this ever so slight. It's a duck. And you look around, like, what was that? And you hear another. Oh, no. Everybody out. And eventually, Everyone out. you see <laughs> on the ground just these very small cracks appearing in oh. the ground. But the. <laughs> The bar troop will pick up Zegith and we'll haul him out. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> As you all start to very quickly escape, you see these cracks, even those of you without the high uh, uh, perception, just <laughs> going up the walls, up these columns, and almost suddenly the entire building just <laughs> large chunks of it starting <laughs> in the ground, columns falling, imploding on itself. As you run out the front, you look backwards and see <laughs> the whole thing just <laughs> falls in in absolutely destroyed rubble. But then the crack <laughs> goes out forwards from the uh, uh, the castle, the ruins of the castle across the grass. <laughs> goes a little further out. These huge fishes just <laughs> starting to appear in front. And as you look around, these cracks start appearing over the entire island. <laughs> and there's one other sound that suddenly changes. The sound of war turns to the sound of this cacophony of screams. And I don't mean just like, ah, horrid, just like screeches of pain, this horrendous amount of awful, awful pain as you look out and see all of the creatures that were fighting for Draclin and for Bexlan are literally melting into the ground. Their form is just like dripping down from themselves as their entire structure starts to just deform. You can see all of the armies on your side just looking at them like, oh my god, these creatures in the sky just flopping to the ground with a sploosh of horrible visceral guts. 
these zombified ogres hitting the ground again, splishing out into nothingness uh, as the entire island starts to crack and disappear. And of course, to end this epic scene, you see one gigantic ancient dragon, black in color, just (laughs) appear over everything. And this wall of portals just (laughs) open up behind everyone and one (laughs) behind you just appears as every person that is not melting into nothingness just starts charging away through different portals uh, off this island that is evidently breaking up into nothingness. And I see Rayorin or Merle about to fly through a portal. Uh, you cannot. Damn. <laughs> oh, uh, we're outside the castle, yes? Yep. Which is where you said Hyla's body was. Yes. Are there a troop of Platinum Guard around it? No. Not yet. I mean, there was no chance to, to do that yet. Don't suppose we can drag it through one, can we? <laughs> yeah, no. it's a drag. Damn. Well, it's going to be a struggle to bring them back to life. Uh, sorry about that. Well, they've, 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 they've had their time. They've been alive for a while. Hey, through the portal! Bye! You all, I'm assuming, run through the portal, holding onto Zegith's body. <laughs> and appear once again, more gracefully this time, back into the M2 plane, but then straight through to the guild hall. And you can hear this roar of people as voices of an entire army have just scattered back into, you can see some flying up above, uh, these bloodied, injured and hurt uh, ASMR and some other guard as well, uh, but of, but mostly just the the ASMR, uh, the Celestial Army, having collected back with you back into the rather quiet, otherwise, Berlin. I also make sure that Zegis Junk is still covered. <laughs> Zegas Junk is still covered, yes. Oh, you're muted. Yep. Yes, you're muted. <laughs> Mark's been making a <laughs> sure great speech for like the last two minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I've just been listening. I was going to say... Take our lives. Can you imagine Tabs. any of those speeches? Just <laughs> muted. Tabs, uh, Echoes would be helping to carry uh, uh, Zegas' body. Yeah, I mean, there's a few of you carrying, gracefully carrying Zegath, holding on to the jacket and making sure that there's no uh, damage. Yeah. <laughs> he put him down in my room. Where, whereabouts in Veluna are we? In the guild We're hall. The guild hall. We're in the gu- we are in the guild hall. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, great. Bar troop and uh, sadly two and three will. We'll go and deposit <laughs> Yeah. You gently uh, place him in, in one of the larger beds, the one the room that has basically been taken by a, a Zegth and Elsie. I just I rest imagine, him down everything. I would imagine you probably have a pen and paper in there, at least, right? Of course. I'll I mean, just course. I'll just leave him a little note saying, Welcome back. Uh stay and rest. We'll we'll be back to check on you soon. Uh and then each Bartlett will sign it. Uh, so it's the same signature. It's just written twice. <laughs> yeah, but uh, hang on though. Is bar two signature? It has mirrored? to be bar two. Mirrored. Oh, mirror. Is yes. it mirrored? Oh, I haven't thought about that. Oh yes. 
It, no, it wouldn't be because he'll have to. He'll have to learn to write his signature like that. <laughs> True. Does he actually Batu, want to be going Batu, by bar two? Bar two, by the way, that mirrored thing is is like fully taken into account of that. Bar two is also left-handed, assuming that bar two is right-handed. Yes. So it's like fully mirrored, like left-handed, hey. like as if it was just the image taken from the mirror. So. Oh, okay. I, I like that. In that case, he tries to write his signature and it's just all smudged because he's now left handed <laughs> without realizing it. He's like, oh, fuck. Like, time to... <laughs> I'm going to have to get used to that. Okay. And then we'll just leave him there. Yeah, fair enough. Does Elsie stay with the body or is Elsie going to move as well? Get, get Elsie didn't go with them to put him back in the room. In which case, you, you come back and you're all standing in the courtyard. It's quiet. You can hear birds with the suns up in the sky. Uh, it's cool. You know, it's it's still cold in Carmanthia as it usually is, uh, but obviously, you know, with the suns coming down, it negates some of that cold. And there is the warmth, uh, residual warmth from the presence of Hesag as well. What do we do now? We listen to Tav, who uh, is who is talking silently. <laughs> it's because I keep coughing, you see. I'm trying to. Uh, so he's here. Uh, Tav was saying, "I'm going to go and see my father. I'll see you later." And he would leave, walking because he can't fly. Yes, um, you yeah. limp away, still injured. He'd like try and take off and be like, "Oh, yeah, exactly." Ha! Ooh, I think I'll walk. We should we sh really let the king know what's going on. Okay, I can... He can wait. Well, he can probably guess from the fact that he's not like... Yeah. The whole world hasn't been destroyed, so... Well, looking around, does it seem like everyone has been deposited in Veluna and people are just milling about, or does it seem like the people who came from Veluna have been put back here? Uh, as far as you can tell, everyone who is now who has come back to Veluna came from Veluna. Okay, so his, his armies have probably just reappeared... In which case, yeah. he probably knows. Yeah. So he knows. For the first time uh, in a while, there's no rush to do anything. So I'm going to yeah, go. Yeah, weird. We should probably go and see Rayorin and Merle and kind of offer our commiserations for, you know, their friend of several thousand years. Yeah. Did they find him really annoying? Uh, no, I think they, I think they liked Tyler. I thought was that was the one that was always... They were still friends, though. No, I think I think Hyla found Merle annoying. I think it was more they uh, Hyla and Thingy found Merle annoying. I see. Uh. Okay. Uh, oh. There's no point in you sitting around waiting for the guest to come. Well, why not? We've got. I need to keep busy till he's. I mean, I for one am kind of exhausted. Um, I definitely wouldn't mind um, not immediately running off to do the next thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, uh, Ray, you presu presumably want to go tell Flora that everything is now okay for the second time. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Tav has gone to find his dad. I will send a message to the king and if he needs to chat to someone i will update him uh felix if you want to go wait by zegith and then let him know what the situation is and kind of uh-huh uh, estimate his mental state upon coming back from the dead 
which I assume will be a surprise to him. Um, and then Elsie. Elsie's going to stay really still. And <laughs> oh, yeah. For a little bit. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, yes. When, once once they finish situating themselves, they can go to the dragon cave to see if they are. Elsie's wild magic has turned her into a statue briefly. <laughs> it's really funny because it's like a slideshow. Slide so her eyes were closed and then they went. Dur, 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 dur. <laughs> <laughs> Gothic phone stop motion. How does how does that sound? I pretty. I'm going. Yeah. Hey, I'm the robot here. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you've killed him! Oh goddamn! Taking my stick. <coughs> so. Cool. Well, that sounds like a plan. Let's do that. Okay. <laughs> Who wants to go first? Uh, I might as well be Excuse first. me. So, hilariously, you're the one that I don't remember where you're going. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm just gonna. I suppose I'll go to like the meeting room because sure. we know that the king can project himself in there yes. using his cool thing. Uh, so, uh, here's a question: Bartu, having essentially been Bartlett, has he met all the people that Bartlett has, has met? For the purposes of ascending, that spell. is a very good technical <laughs> because, question because he is now a different person. Yes, um, I all mean, all of his sending he... messages are sent with the words in reverse. So, um, it's a weird one. I think, yeah, I think everything up to the point when Bartu was created counts as people that Bartu has met and then everything cool. after obviously is separate from the two of them. Cool. In that case, Bartu will uh, cast Sending to the king because he can now regain spell slots. Uh, and he will say, Hello, it's Bartu. Uh, hope your armies have appeared with you. Battle over. Think we won. Bexland defeated forever. How about a nice party for everyone? <laughs> you get a response back from the king, which you don't usually. Um, you usually get the projection, but it, uh, he says, uh, I had assumed we were victorious. Um, I wish to speak with the strange thing, strangelings strange in person. Things. Uh, a party sounds ideal once everyone has recovered and settled. Cool. The king is joining our party, confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord, could you imagine that? Our newest number. Having explained that to any anyone still still remaining, Bartlett is going to go. Oh, I'm going to have to give him this cloak back, aren't I? Yep. What cloak? Did I miss this? No. He, well, he gave us like a couple of magic items before we. Uh, the scroll. Yeah. The scroll yeah, you can't have back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which, which scroll was that actually? Think about it. Was it your was the big boy scroll? Transformation. It was one new. Yeah, Tenson's. 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 A good scroll. I like that scroll. That was a good scroll. You have to return it now. Uh, you can actually, have the scroll. It's not <laughs> there's there's a thing to add in as well. Um, now, 
not only is Tav really hurt, Tav's also got one level of exhaustion. Oh, that's right, actually. Yes. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> so you're Doesn't really Doesn't have to lagging. make a con save for it? You sure you're going to see no, your No, I think it's a con save if it ends early. I think it happens no matter what. I can't really remember. Mm. No, it's it just... It, when the time when the time is up... One level yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I had three levels and that was fun. Well, mm -hmm. once I've had my long rest, I'll be fine. Well, you said that straight away to go see I know, exactly. But for the moment, he's more interested in going to see his uh, father. <coughs> and his mother, of course. So once Bartlett and Bartu have uh, finished their thing, they'll just stay in like the, the meeting room, talking about how best to break the news to his family that he's got a twin uh, now. <laughs> <laughs> talking to himself, I'm sure. Still haven't told them about the Kraken fight or, you know, world-ending problem. <laughs> but you're going to come back home with a twin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a child coming back with like a stray dog that they found. <laughs> yes. A twin. I've got someone yeah. I'd like you to meet. Right. Can we keep him? Can we keep him? <laughs> I'm sure you go up to see Flora. Yes. You step up and Flora is waiting. I mean, having already seen you once is not as like, oh my god, drive, But it's also just like, uh, we... Just flies onto the bed. Face first. Yes. Yeah. I will take safe. that as a yes. Flora just comes over and lies on the bed, sort of a, a sort of a half cuddle, just playing with uh, Ray's hair a little bit, just uh, relaxing his head. So, what now? I don't know. Rest for a few days, weeks. I don't know. Sleep sounds good, and I think you've earned it. I haven't slept in like five years. <laughs> well, finally, there's no big evil scourge trying to kill us or anyone else. So. You can rest. Oh, Juniper. We can deal with Juniper later. Yeah. I have a really Tell big suitcase for us now. <laughs> you have a really big suitcase. Yeah. Well, since we leveled up in that Draculin fight, cast Demiplane. I see. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you, I'm sure, promptly fall asleep. Yes. Uh, exhausted, hurt, uh, and in the arms of, of the floor. Tav, you hobble across the city. Uh, probably ask a couple of ASMR, where's, where's your father? Um, and find him after a very long walk. I mean, it's like what is usually like an hour's walk to the centre. <laughs> like two and a half hours. I, I saw. I saw a picture. So halfway there, he summons his two echoes, and he's like the three of them hold on to each other, oh. <laughs> just hobbling along uh, to get to. There. And by the time you get there, most of the ASMR have cleared off. Um, but uh, you can see <coughs> your father alongside a couple of other, like the obviously higher ranking. Uh, officers, lieutenants, whatever. Just uh, uh, evidently going through a few final words. He is injured. You can see there's, you know, one of the arms is hanging, uh, probably left arm hanging low down, not being used, probably damaged in battle. You can see uh, blood <coughs> on the on the face. Um, but, you know, sword sheathed and uh, you can see that like a little bit of blood overspill from where when the sword was covered in guts and, and sheathed. But he's standing, he's talking. And as you walk over, hobble over, uh, he dismisses the rest of them and comes to you and says, 
I think that is the last battle I'm going to be in for a while. I think that is a very sensible decision. I have a vague memory of us battling. Yes. Um, your body was taken over by a, an evil spell. We were forced to battle. I believe oh. that if you had been in your own control, you would have defeated me. However, I narrowly defeated you, but we were able to free you from the, uh, the influence over you and uh, heal your body. So hopefully there are no ill effects. <laughs> yes. I feel embarrassed to have been taken over so easily. Mm. It is not how I will be. But thank you for recovering me. I think uh, you have nothing to be embarrassed about. Magic is a powerful enemy, and we are not used to it. In battle, you uh, proved yourself, as always, a leader. <clears throat> he puts a, a, his arm like on your shoulder. It's a clank of the, the arm ah. hitting together. <laughs> he says, Might I will be... I will be stepping down as strategist of the Celestial Army. Uh, my place will be taken by the name that you know is off the top yeah. of his head. Dimulus. That, that, that other bloke, yes. <clears throat> Dimulus. Dimulus. I am sorry that you have no claim to lead the army. I don't believe I wish to... Uh... Uh-huh, lead the army. And with that, there'll be a short delay while you talk to somebody else for a second. Meanwhile, on the other side of the city. <laughs> when your dad Time freezes. <laughs> what's, El what's Elsie doing? She's going to go see the dragons. Yeah. Uh, that's really good and nice, but I'm going to ignore you for a second. I'm back. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Um, yes. You have uh, no uh, claim to no claim. <clears throat> lead the army. I do not wish to lead the army. Besides, I mm. believe there's something else we should do. You and I and Mother. Uh, I have a family that uh, you have never met on the far side of the world. I think it's time for you to be introduced to your grandchildren. Hmm. I think that would be one of the most terrifying things I've ever done. Yes, families. Hmm. I do. <laughs> Rest first. It looks like you need it more than I do. Ah, uh, yes, it was a tough battle. I will uh, tell you more about it at another time. For now, I'll rest. I'll see you in the next few days. We'll plan a trip to my uh, my other home in the West. I will be... Uh, can I ask a small favour? <laughs> if any of your ASMR are able to fly me back, I, I don't think I can walk all the way back to the guild. He turns around, signals <laughs> to a couple who uh, walk over and grab you by the arms and take off. Uh, one of your, your, your working wings still sort of like flittering in the air. 
It's like That's when you're, it's like carried across. if you're a driver and you're in the passenger seat, you're like stamping on the non-existent brake. They're kind of like, yeah. <laughs> it's actually doing a little bit more harm than good because they keep the like the, exactly. It's just the, like airflow is actually having to. <laughs> yeah, he, he's like in a canoe, but only paddling on the one side. So he just yeah. left. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you do a very circular. Elsie, uh, uh, <coughs> it's another long it's walk. Uh, I mean, you are hurt, but not as hurt. So you make the slow climb up to the top of the mountain where the dragons, you would assume they are. And you get to the top and you can see these like blood trails into the caves of two different dragons as you clamber over the bones of the old uh, purple worms. And as you get to the entrance, you can hear labored breathing further down into the cave, echoing towards you. Uh, hello? It echoes through, hello? There's a couple of steps as a large creature is evidently coming towards you. Which, as usual, there's a reduced down to a humanoid size. Uh, which you see Rayorin standing in front of you, very hurt. The damage obviously translating over to the humanoid form of like big cuts and scars. Uh, there's a few fingers missing from like uh, her left hand uh, and just general like marks and scar well, not scars at this point, it goes open wounds all over the body as she steps out and stands in front of you. And as you're about to talk, she puts up her hand, pulls out a cigar and just like, Oh, a little bit of the smoke just like puffs out the side of her open rib cage. It's like, oh. Thank you. Well, I would be lying if I said that this wasn't partially selfish. Taking down Starkrim. I know, but you honestly don't understand how much it means to the rest of us as well. Be aware. Killing... Do you need... <laughs> Killing three ancient dragons creates an unbalance. We will be keeping an eye, but danger may be on the horizon. A few hundred years. You may not be alive, but make sure that your kin or whoever is protecting wherever is aware. I will. Do you need any healing doing? No. We will be fine. We will heal up. There is no danger to us now. Mm, we're sorry for your loss as well. Yeah. I know Barty had planned to help before the island disappeared. It is... It is sad. And it is kind of you to try. But we all went into that battle not expecting to come out. Hyla fought strong and fast and 
If they weren't there, we may not have won. The spirit will live on. They'll always be remembered. They will. Now, if you don't mind, I have some sleeping to do. Rest up. We'll get better soon. No plan to. You too. Oh, you look. That Elfie about turns. <laughs> yes, you, you about turn and uh, leave back down the mountain. The long trip. Um, the only other person that we have is uh, Felix. What is Felix doing in the meantime? Felix is waiting for Zegath to, uh, to wake up. You're watching over uh, Zegath. And there is, you're still breathing, but no like idea of of uh, him waking up anytime soon. You know, a, f a few hours pass, two, three, four, just breathing, alive, but no other real movement. Um, I guess I just. Just. Wait. Yeah, just sit. After a while, I, Elsie would come and take over from you. Yeah. You, Elsie, at the point at which you take over, uh, you, you know, I'm sure, like are sitting. That. Yeah, you, you are sitting, stroking his hair. Um, probably amazed by just, like, seeing Zegas for the first time without damage and scars, this, like, fresh body. Uh, and, you know, a left arm, uh, which exists again now. Um... <laughs> Just peacefully sleeping. Is there anything else anyone else would do in that day apart from go home and sleep? Which seems like the most normal response. Yeah. That's... I think I have the spell slots to... Uh, just, I would give it a try for a greater restoration on Zegith, just to see if that sure. wakes him up. You try the greater restoration, but it, it doesn't seem to do anything. Um, from your own knowledge of your magic and how you'd feel it, there's nothing to heal in the same way, you know. The body itself is uh, perfectly. I know of something to heal: a broken wing. <laughs> <laughs> and you've, you've got to wait till tomorrow. Isn't it yourself? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> you all rest through probably most of that day, through the night, and it's not until the morning, I'm sure, you wake up. Is there anything you want to do the next day, or shall we skip across a few days? That yeah, other well, than minor things. I would like... Sorry, I'm just doing my full rest. Uh, I would like to cast Regenerate on uh, <laughs> on yeah. uh, my friend Tav uh, so that he his, all of his broken stuff uh, <laughs> is healed and anything that... Any limbs he might have lost that he'd been hiding and grow back <laughs> the rest of it. Uh, uh, you cast the... Uh the regeneration on the wing and there's just this awful snapping sound as it goes back into place just like with like you know relocating a a, a ball socket yeah it's this simultaneously extremely painful and then suddenly relieving uh knitting of the, of the wing <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, thank you friend barty and something else that tav would want to do 
is at some point we get everyone together. <clears throat> he went, he's going to bring out uh, a bottle of Angel Wings brandy, which is the yes. uh, bottle of whiskey, which his whiskey. Uh, father brought, which is incredibly expensive whiskey, mm-hmm. and uh, offer a round of uh, drinks to everybody. This is yes. uh, this was a, a very old whiskey that my father gave me, and uh, I'd like to propose a toast. I feel like uh, Vati wanted to do something earlier in the day. No, sorry. It's a question that I have for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we've not, like, we've not fought anything, but would we have gained any experience <gasps> since, like, any XP? Because oh, depending well, on, I mean... Depending on if we have. Basically, if there's if Bartlett levels up at some point, there is something that he'll do, but it's not something <laughs> he can do until he levels up. So it's just yeah. whether or not that happens. I mean, how close is he? Felix is about four thousand experience points away from leveling up. Wait, is Felix level? What level is Felix? I'm at eighteen. Ah, why? I, yeah, I, I I said this last time. Yeah, you did. We leveled yeah. up. I didn't actually <laughs> level up to level nineteen. I'm, I'm four thousand off. Huh. I did say this at the time. I assumed that it was just. Well, <laughs> yeah, I think after defeating the world, you can have 18,000 XP. 18,000? No, wait, let's look at 18,999. Yes, I'm doing the meme. Why wouldn't I one last time? <laughs> could, could, I, could I have one more XP? <laughs> no, no, yeah. All of you just <laughs> smash your levels up to 20. I mean, why wouldn't you? You just uh... you saved the entire... <coughs> then there is something else that Barty would be doing. Sure. So early uh, Yeah, so he would go and pay a visit to the dragons the next morning. Sure. So you all wake up in the morning, probably late in the morning, and collect up for some food. Probably fairly silent. It's a victorious day, but you're all just exhausted still. Uh, you heal up Tavswing, yes. And uh, as you, when you would have all woken up and come out of the, the rooms in the guild hall, you also would have noticed that... Um, uh, Wiggles spent the night just sleeping in the courtyard. Uh, um, we have a pet. <clears throat> we have a pet. We have a pet already. He's called Concord, you rude people. We have two. That, that's the ship. No, this is the pet. We have a pet now. <laughs> are there are there just bits of cat fur and, and feathers just scattered around the courtyard <laughs> while oh. Wiggles picks his teeth with? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Wiggles is curled up and is curled up around uh, Concord. I can imagine that, yeah. Aww. And two of them just curled up together. But you have some breakfast, you know. Wiggles is uh, like and, and heal trotting up. around the con- trotting around the courtyard with like Concord proudly on his head, like yeah, <laughs> kind of like the Titanic, I guess. Um, but yes, yeah, so later in the day, you uh, have a walk, uh, Barty. Does anyone go with Barty? I want to do the toast at some point. <clears throat> yeah, we'll do it later. We'll do it later. Yeah, okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Time's a bit. Uh, Oh, yeah, I'll give for a with Barty, since he's just healed Unless my... Unless Barty's uh, trying to go alone. No, anyone can come and go on. <clears throat> no, I'll, I'll stroll along. Sure. Uh, Greg, you were muted. Ray and Flora will go on the walk. Okay. And everyone? Let's go on a walk. Yeah, and Elfie will go on the walk. Zegath isn't awake, just so you're aware. I guessed. Okay. <laughs> just in case that influences your decision. Okay, everyone then. You'll go for the trek up the... Uh, of the hills, feeling much better than you were, probably a little scarred in places, you know, this and that, which can be fixed with later rest- restorations and stuff later, but I don't know, it depends if you think scars are cool. 
and you uh, get up to the top. This uh, blood that you saw the previous day, Elsie, has evidently been cleaned up in some capacity. You can see the wet parts of the dirt rock uh, where it probably was sitting, but it's not all there anymore. Uh, and you will stand once again at the mouth of the cave, which holds the dragons. Elsie, did you tell us the, the, the warning about the balance and all of that? Yes. Cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mel, the classic something appears as Rayorin steps out in human form, still looking better than pre the previous day, but still, you know. Exactly. Hello. Hello. Uh, bar Merle's two. No longer here. Merle has gone home. Oh, okay. Uh, well, bar two will reach out and do a regenerate onto. Um. Uh, oh my god, name totally blanking. Rayorin. Rayorin. My apologies. <laughs> They'll always be remembered. Cool. Yeah. So bar two will do a regenerate on Rayorin. Mm -hmm. Uh, so that they start healing back up. Um, and Bartlett will say um okay well it, it's a shame that mel has gone but uh it might he might come back soon i guess um you are have you moved your horde over here yet in part because you are like fabulously wealthy right where Party. is this line of questioning leading Party. uh do you <coughs> i mean time. i i don't I don't know how how wealthy you are, uh, but do you, or do you and Merle combined, uh, have 25,000 golds worth of diamonds and any particular compunction to, to to keep them? It's a it's a dragon's horde, bud, party. Uh, no, that's why. I, that's just why I'm asking. Just because that's I I can I can bring back Hyla, uh, but that's that's how much it costs. That's not a fee that I'm charging you. That's the, the requirement for the spell, uh, I just but I thought since since you said to Elsie about you know balance and uh, and I don't I, I now don't need their body but I, I, I need twenty five thousand golds worth of diamonds and some holy water but I already have that. She she smiles a sort of like um, amused sort of smile at you floundering a little bit <laughs> and says it is kind. <laughs> And though I do have the requirements you ask, it would be a great disrespect to bring back those that have fallen in battle. For the dragons, at least. So if I find 25,000 golds worth of diamonds myself, I shouldn't, I shouldn't bring Hyla back. I cannot control your actions, but I don't they... think you will be met with the thankful nature you expect. Okay. Well, the the soul has to be free and willing anyway. So if they were unwilling, then it would just be a waste of the of the diamonds. But okay, I just thought I should I should offer. Um, I'll turn around to everyone else and be like, if you can raise twenty five thousand golds worth of diamonds, uh, is there anyone that you guys want bring back? I, I could do it for free, actually. <laughs> you can just could? ask the universe for it. Yeah. You could just what? You could just ask the universe. Mm -hmm. Since when can Great. you just you do that? Great. A whole universe. <laughs> Ray, in your head, you hear, 
When did my name get changed to the universe? <laughs> <laughs> I figured that was like a little beyond you, but I, I... Oh, I, oh, oh, right. I see how it is. I, I don't need me anymore. I tried to do it without me. <clears throat> Saves the world once, and suddenly they're a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we can cast if, wish now. Full on wish. There you go. But if the dragons do not believe in being brought back, then perhaps we should respect that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm talking about non non dragony people who are dead. I don't I now I now don't need their bodies. I can just with twenty five thousand gold worth of diamonds, uh, I can bring them back. Oh there's um oh gosh. Well, clearly nobody that is worth remembering. Um <laughs> Got killed in Veluna in the under the, uh, the dragon attack. You want about Bella or Jackson? Jackson. Or Bella. Or Bella. And Bella. I can only do one just, a day. Just think, something to, to think about. Actually, what level of spell wait, is that? Wait, do we have? Uh, it's nine. It's nine. So I'm not sure. It, I'm not sure you can. You could. You'd be able to do. You'd be able to do regular resurrection, which is like a seventh level one. Does it need a body? I think it does, yeah. But we have some bodies lying around, I think, still. Do we? Some of them, I think. I'm not sure all of them. <laughs> I can also that... just ask them to come back, but it'll it'll um, suffer stress, and I may not be able to cast it ever again. So yeah, that's that's an option. Um just for you know, the future. Yeah. Can I go back to resting now? <clears throat> Indeed, and thank you for Oh your... yeah. Yeah, thanks. I'm sure we will be talking again. Indeed. On uh, on the way back, I will say to to everyone, like, um so Wiggles is still around, but we haven't heard from Stahl. Should it very much be a an, an end of the line, end of the road kind of thing and not contact him? Or should we send him a message to say thank you, even though he doesn't really like getting messages? Send him or a message to say thank I... you and to say sorry. And that you won't contact him again probably is also a good idea. Because it's yeah. Also, how did we want to set up the table well, tunnels that I won't was... interfere? I was thinking, mm -hmm. you know, it might be better if Tav is feeling better uh, if you do your thing of like, I'm the Nightwalker, I can walk into the Empty Plane if you just go and see him and be like, hey! Because I, hey, I guess very much. I'm not even sure, really sure I can do that. Tav is going to try and cuss a... That's another He's... question. Are I've you still it. the Nightwalker? Uh, it's as far as I know. Well, Zekith is back, so... Do I see something with my true sight? Um, you see nothing on uh, Tav, but you haven't... Oh, no, did, did you start seeing things on Tav? I don't believe you did. Not yet. I think... No. I don't think so. I thought you said there no. was like, well, some you... kind of indicator of it, him being the Nightwalker, just none of the scary stuff. I don't remember. You see the same thing as last time on Tav. Okay. Uh, but, in terms of I trying do, to do the I, thing, I guess yeah, I do know that Tav, although it wasn't working, he is aware that he could feel the edge. So if he can, he still feel the. Uh, if he doesn't work. Well, firstly, uh, give me a. Um, 
Where is it? I was going to say, give me a um, roll using your spell modifier, but you don't have a spell modifier. Because yeah. your spells... <clears throat> I mean, my spells are not really... I have a few spells. No, which is useful. Uh, in which case, give me one using your intelligence. Intelligence minus one. Yeah. Excellent. Intelligence from both from the bar troop. <laughs> is that so? What does that give me? Uh, an, an extra d4 for each of them. So an extra two d4. <laughs> I may need that. I can also re-roll. No, I can't. That's a save. I can't re-roll. Whatever this is. Uh... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> is it really... I'm just gonna... Zero. I rolled a zero. <laughs> Roll your d4s, I guess. <laughs> you rolled a one, so... <laughs> a zero. I mean, the maximum I get is eight. No, uh -huh. you, you can feel the edges of this... Uh, you know, the same that you were before. Like, you could feel the threads of reality, but, like, you're just so exhausted. Like, it's been such a tough time. You're just like, eh. You know, you've got, like, the uh, the dexterity. It feels like you've got the dexterity of a, you know, a panicking pigeon. It's, it's shaky hands. Like, you're just you're not going to be able to do it. I don't, I don't think he's the Nightwalker anymore. <laughs> I feel the, uh, I feel the uh, presence of the empty plane, but I, I can't break through. Okay, well, maybe, maybe we'll just we'll try that tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> yes. You head back down to the guild hall and I'm sure have another restful day before it comes to the evening where you sit around for a, a loving dinner. The dinners have got way better. I mean, they're being made by two people at the same time who are both incredible cooks. So, like, oh, you know, it's like on point, on point. Uh, while cooking, I will also tell everyone that the king said he wants to see us in person, which I totally forgot to tell everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does he want us to go to him? And... Uh, I'm assuming so, but he didn't really give me a time frame. So if he was expecting us today, he's going to be disappointed. You eat some dinner, sit down and tell. You get out your angel wings. Oh, yes. Angel wing is scotch. So I'll... Uh, anybody who wants some uh, scotch you wouldn't really have scotch because scotch is from Scotland Scotland so it's gonna be um scotch. from bourbon uh Ferron minor so it's Fetch. Ferronian Ferronian Femich Femich Ferronian sounds good what is that a Ferronian booze it's booze not, a, not a scotch it's a Ferronian whatever <laughs> you whiskey it's a Ferronian Ferronian whiskey. A Ferroni. Yes, I think it's booze. It's so, a Ferroni. Uh, considering, considering that it's Angel Wings, it's probably from the Ceres Islands. So. <laughs> Ceronian. It's, it's genocide. Search. <laughs> oh. Genocide juice. It's search. Anyway, whatever it is, it's uh, very high class. So anybody who'd like some? So. Nobody? Oh, just me then. Good. No. Oh, Barty and Vartu. Ray and Flora will have some. Mm -hmm. Ray and Flora, Elsie. I would offer. I'll put a small amount. I'll, I'll keep some aside for Zegeth and he waits. <clears throat> and uh, Felix, I'm afraid you aren't able to uh, imbibe, but you can. I'm going to get magnets. 
You can, can send it to magnets. It. Yeah, the magnets. Get the magnets. <laughs> it's very, it's a very high quality magnets. This is really high quality news. <laughs> and then he'll just propose a toast. Uh, I'd like to uh, propose a toast to uh, those we lost and those we saved. Wait, there's, there's clink, clink. I can make a clink noise. <laughs> Many clinks, as you all <laughs> and drink. It is a very fun. I mean, like for those of you who aren't as used to drinking the whiskey, it's a it's a hell of a kick to start with, but it does go down smooth. It's a a lovely, lovely whiskey. Put what remains back in my bag and mint for. I'll keep some for a second for later. Okay. Night comes. <laughs> you all go to sleep, and. Before we hit the break, I'm sure the next day there's one more thing of you probably going to talk to the king. Would I be correct? Yes. Or are you just going to leave him on red? I'll just leave him on red. Well, we uh, have our party there, right? If there is a party. Well, yeah. You it's don't it's, know it's, it sounds like a great it. idea. That doesn't mean he'll do it. Um, you go up into your ship. Captain Bertain transports you uh, over. Sorry, sorry, are, we, are we taking Zegith with us? I presume we are. He's still unconscious. Yeah. About say, if he's not woken, then no, but neither would Alfie wouldn't leave Valen. That's what I'm thinking. Well, after the party, he won't be the only one who's unconscious. So. What's your choice? Does Elsie stay behind? Or do we take Zegith yeah. with us? We can take him with us. We have a, the yeah. we to sleep on the on the ship. Put him in a onesie. We'll drag him up. Put him in the jazz club. <laughs> oh yeah, Elsie would have clothed him by now. Put him in the yeah, jazz we can club. Put him in the jazz club for twelve hours. Yeah. What? A, yeah, oh, wait, Ray will have to go. He'll yeah. think he's waking up in like purgatory or something. <laughs> I'm, I'm level twenty. We we can we can ignore that now, right? Um, listen, I, I mean. As much as you can put him in there, why aren't you? If you were going to take him, why not just put him in the beds that also exist in the boat? That's what I'm thinking. Because then we can keep him on us at all times. <laughs> we'll just pop him out in case. Of the yeah. The secret Zegith stashed away. I think I can hold well, him on to like would 14 hours want now. To bring him, would Elsie want to bring him with? Yeah, she won't want to, have to like, declare go through the thing and she'd like, would Elsie stay? Or Actually, or it, it wouldn't be a bad idea she'd anyway, come. because. Because there may be uh, medics or whoever at uh, at the royal palace who are better than anywhere else who can look yeah. at him. He's okay. Yeah, you're right. Barty's just rubbish. Um... <laughs> yeah, he's only a level twenty. I mean, what does he know? <clears throat> In fairness, I'm not a level twenty full cleric, so I can't just ask God for miracles every day. Uh... Oh, there you are. You get in the boat and transport transport over to. Transport over to Courtesia. It, it only takes you know the forty minutes or so that it does in the in the large ship, <laughs> and uh, come to port above the principal, above the castle, and teleport down. The guards, of course, as usual, are surprised, but then less surprised. You know, um, as you step up to the castle, it's the same guy that was there before. This tall, brutish kind of a man who looks at you. <laughs> considers, I think, being, like, argumentative, and then it's also just like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> Fine. He's learning. I brought yes. Flora with us, by the way. She's coming with us everywhere now. 
Not with those not world-ending threats. <laughs> you step into the castle, and as you're walking through, to, probably towards like the meeting room that they're used to, you are intercepted by some, uh, you know, assistant or, or servant of some kind to the king. Yes. Would we have brought Etch with us? Because he was part of the strangers originally. Someone had told yes. him he would have. He would have went. I, I would have expected him to have come along because he's also a friend of the king. So all oh God, is that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of you. Is that gets unconscious in the ship. <laughs> yes, collect up, and this uh, stopped by this uh, servant who says, uh, "Sorry, your your should come to the main hall." Uh, certainly, which is the way. You are led through the castle, through these gigantic doors to what is evidently uh, some kind of, uh, you know, like main castle room. It is hugely long, even bigger than the um, throne room that you fought Draclin in. Uh, it has a big chair on it, like a raised platform at one end with a few others to the side of them. There's these huge tables, maybe four of them, uh, who are a long way sort of parallel with you as you walk up the room. Uh, all sorts of paintings up on the wall of previous kings, previous queens, princes, all that kind of stuff. There's candelabras, these giant chandeliers made of a mixture of crystals and metals, golds, diamonds, jewels, all sorts of insane amount of stuff. Uh, and one figure sitting uh, on the chair the other end. In fact, actually, no. There's one chair, one chair, one figure sitting on just a normal wooden chair just a little bit in front of you not in the giant golden throne at the other end which is king bregan who is just sitting uh reading a book or something uh and just stands as you step in puts away his little reading glasses and says sorry for the large room i have a responsibility to thank you in formal ways and yet i figured you wouldn't want the large audience that's expected Yes, a bit of peace is something we are craving at the moment. It's a bit of a, what do you say, extra room. It is most impressive. Mm, yes. Anyway, I assume that is the last of Draclan and Bexlin that we will see. So we are told. <clears throat> Enough for me to put down our guard, at least from that threat. Yes? Indeed. The world yeah. for now is safe. Yeah, if you could take me to wherever you're housing your most wounded, uh, that would be great, but yes. I can do, though we have clerics of our own around the clock healing those that need it. We did lose many in the battle, but... The victory is not lessened. I think it was expected for those who came with us. And what about the stones? Battle. What about the stones? Yeah, super gone. Uh, the uh, the world creator who uh, was working with us to destroy Bexen has. Uh, has used them to regain their power and now now gone. 
I'm glad to hear so, I guess. There is a part of me that wishes we could have understood them and hopefully used them for good. I mean, a stone that grants life could be beneficial to many with illnesses and things along those lines, but the... Dangerous in the wrong hands. Yes. As we've seen. Indeed. I'm sorry I didn't join you in battle. I mean, I am not the fighter that you are, but I have a responsibility these days. We would like you to stay on the throne as long as possible. Mm. Indeed. Yeah. I'll look around. Is the sun, like, lurking somewhere? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure I'll be on the throne as long as you are with us, but... Oh yeah, I suppose if you die, I can just pop, you know, pop you back on the throne. <laughs> Forcibly. Yeah, just don't die of old. Age. Uh, that's the only thing that we'll we'll kind of run up against. I am forever in your debt. Not just me, but the entire of the world, the countries that came to your aid. I don't actually think there's much we could do to repay that but as a small token at least of recognition everyone who stands in this room including Zegeth will be an honorary lord of Carmanthia oh, it gracious. does not this title does not come with much power but the recognition is there at least for you to stand proud of what you've achieved. I was just like, I mean? Hey, <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> you know. It's like, hey, oh, yeah. Yeah. I've already changed my character name. <laughs> Lord Tavris Morialis. Yeah. <laughs> Lady Loriella Estalki. No, no, no. God. That's way too many. All more. No, uh, no need for. Genders. No, she'd be a lady. It's not how it works. <laughs> I know, but she'd want to be a lady. All right, but her official title is Lord. <laughs> but still, Lord Loriella is now Kia Longgren. Yes. Lord, Lord Lady Loriella. Lord Lady. Yeah. Just, how confusing would it get if it was if a Lord was also in the room? It'd be Lord Lord. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think Bartu Bar might end up keeping Bartu, but Bartlett might become Bart Lord. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the start of the supervillain origin story because that is a supervillain name. Uh, Bart Lord, Bar Baronlet. That's that's yeah. Anyway, the king sort of just uh, looks to you and says, "Well, you're welcome to stick around. I know Barty, you wanted to have a party." <laughs> A party. Yeah. A party. A party. party. Yeah. But uh, this will probably be in a few weeks. There is a lot of damage to recover and clean up to go through before we get to that. You will awkwardly stare at him. Oh, yes. uh, Bartlett will take off uh, the cloak of Arachnida and hand it back. Uh, he, you, you put it out, and 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 he just like completely avoids eye contact and just completely ignores you holding it out. To him. <laughs> like, 
I'm sure at some point in the future we will after the party meet again yes, my responsibilities it. will be as much as they have always been but I'll try to make the time and uh, you are of course always welcome to visit the uh, hill <laughs> I, I, I am aware I am the king of this country I am more or less but, able to go where I please yes but uh, not everybody who can visit the guild is welcome you are most <laughs> I'm a king Yes, thank you. You'll always be welcome, I feel. I see. Oh, well, <laughs> as Elsie dies, <laughs> as, and you uh, step away, I'm sure, from this, this big room leaving the king, um, we'll have a break. Elsie is struggling very hard. We'll have a break for ten minutes. Before She's we come over, back. overcome with emotion because of the uh, <laughs> honour of becoming a lord. <laughs> oh, she's back. Hello. Back, back <laughs> and, and perfect moment to freeze. Oh wait, yeah. now there she is. I can't tell how long you were holding that pose. <laughs> yeah. you're, no you're also muted. Okay. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dicebreakers. Thank you to Kevin McLeod for the use of his music in this episode. For more information, look in the description. And a big thanks to you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at DicebreakersDnd and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash DicebreakersDnd. And make sure to come back to hear the next part of this epic journey. I'll see you then. <laughs>